Welcome to Volks TV Talk, the podcast where we take a loving, longing look at television and tell you this week, I think I'm going to cry. It's a wedding. I'm not everyone's drink of choice, but I'm my cup of tea. I'm in the best shape of my life. Who begs to differ? I may run with the wolf pack, but I tread my own path. Yes, I'm a flirt, but home is where my heart is. When you know who you are, you have nothing to prove. If you can't stand the heat, get out of my kitchen. Honesty and integrity are my favourite accessories. Persistence is king, and I'm the queen of it. We are back with our Real Housewives of Melbourne Reaction podcast this week. I'm very lucky to be joined by the incredible Alicia McCormack. Hello, Alicia. Oh, you flatter me. You flatter me. You know it. <laughs> like a girl getting into her lingerie ready for her wedding. I oh. know how to well, – I don't even know what that means. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, it is it is the event we knew was coming all season, people, oh. and we finally got to it. And holy shit, like we expected, there was going to be stuff, turmoil, uh, there was going to be some disagreement. Viewing and, parties. Oh, and that's the best part is that not only do we have all of those things, we get some shit on Gina, which is just divine. Plus we also, Leisha, get uh, a bit of a time marker because for the reveal that, you know, you know, all of this happens in Real Housewives land, mm. uh, but to know that it's bounded in reality mm. that the night before the wedding was the night that Celebrity Apprentice premiered, well, now we're starting to see the pieces fall together. Ooh, ah, it's all coming together. Get your detective monocle out. You know what's going on. <laughs> Overall impressions. Before we dive in, how did you feel about the episode? Look, I enjoyed it, but I always have this sort of problem with reality TV show, especially housewives weddings, because they've got to cram in so much sponsored shit that uh, it yes. all, and, you know, and they have to do the faux, look, no faux, sorry, Rick and Gamble, I'm sure they're deeply in love, but they have to do the soppy stuff at the end. I feel like that takes away from the bitchy stuff that I really enjoy. Yeah, and that's a, a fair call. I will offer that. We did get, you know, Gamble in this episode quite rightly is allowed to be upset about a few things, and she sure. is. Yeah. Uh, I was disappointed that some things didn't come to pass, but enough. Let us wade <laughs> into our journey that is going to be a murky, murky episode five. Now, a question for you, Alicia. Mm. How do we know if we're in Byron Bay? Well, we have to do a sweeping drone shot to get to the lighthouse. <laughs> the you most know, eastern point in Australia, people. You know that they're really pulling out all stops when they've hired the drone for about an hour. <laughs> That's, we've got to pad this out. Let's get some big landscapes. We've paid for an hour. Quick, get a sweeping drone shot. That's what it's all about. Yeah, and come back down so we get a bit of one of Rick and Gamble holding hands and talking. How convenient <laughs> we didn't hear the buzz of the drone in the background when they were talking. <laughs> Australian shows do the best drones. Can I just say that? As someone that works in television, I live in the UK, they don't do that. Grand designs, sweeping drone shots. Mm. English grand designs, don't do it. Get a grand design drone. How amazing would it be if, if you know, Mr McLeod said we need a drone? Uh, you'd get some incredible shots because they are amazing houses. I know, I know. But uh, we, we do uh, it best. There you go. Now, in the conversation that we get in this establishment shot, yes, we're at Byron, fancy that, mm. uh, Rick is worried about the bills mounting up. 
Mm. I would be worried too with 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 the wedding planner. Uh, oh. Oh, look, I know we're going to get to him because he's a world of pain. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Rick's very nice for paying the bill, I would say. But then, you know, hey, it's a relationship. you got to be a oh. team. Well, it is a relationship, at least for now. Gamble yeah. says what everybody's thinking. Maybe next time. <gasps> That's amazing. How's I mean, that for Freudian? And Rick, he just allowed, he just like washed over him. You know, he laughs it off. Yeah, he's like, oh, we all know. We all yeah, well, I think officially Gamble is about his 17th wife. So <laughs> he's comfortable that, you know, prenups will get signed later. We don't have, oh, but Gamble's concerned. We should sign it now. I don't know why Gamble's so concerned. She's not the chick that's going to lose money if this thing breaks up. Yeah, like, I mean, he's an extreme dentist, isn't he? Is that his career? I think so. A yeah. plastic dental surgeon. A super dentist. A twist. Super dentist. He's a super oh. dentist with a super bank account, we assume. He's- he definitely has a super bank account if he's affording a Lynn. Oh, oh my, God. oh, my God. Give that guy a show. <laughs> well, before we even get there, Wait. we have to race back to Melbourne mm. Mm. where we see Herr Gina packing for Byron. Now, I appreciate that this is a bit of a process, yep. but my goodness, she's it's more than a process for Gina. It's block out your diary. We've got a whole day to do this. Can I also say, I feel like Josh, he's my favourite new character of this season. Oh, Ruprecht the monkey boy. Please. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little slack, George, and that's fine. Um, <laughs> and no disrespect, Josh. We've all been slack, George, before, but it's like just shut the mouth. He, mm. and, and they do edit him in a way that makes him look a little slow. But You think? <laughs> A <laughs> couple of extra beats in with some <laughs> thinking music at each time. But oh. I, I love him. But I'm also questioning how much time is he genuinely spending in her wardrobe? Oh, apparently Josh knows his way around Gina's closet. <laughs> I don't know if that's a euphemism um, and what for. <laughs> I'm not keeping up. Now, can you imagine in the editing process how many just sort of gawking shots they have of Josh just staring at Gina that they go, right, we need to pad this out. Another second of Josh just go, huh? I just, um, and I want the little, I want the little doink, doink, doink when he blinks. That's the sort of noise yes. I want to hear. <laughs> and um, you can, if you listen carefully during the scenes when Ruprecht is on screen, you can hear gears in the background. Mm-hmm. Just grinding. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's third, not gear, happening. third gear, maximum brain power, Josh. So he's trying to find a, a handbag, a, a clutch. Pink, pink handbag, thank you. And he walks out with a yellow one and a white one. Yeah, it's, it's special times. And if, if Ruprecht knows his way around a closet, how does he not find the pink one? I mean, I, I don't know how big that closet is. I sort of wanted to see inside this magical, mystical, glittery wonderland that was her closet. It would closet. be amazing. It would be amazing. I don't, also, I don't want to be disappointed. So maybe, <laughs> it's, maybe it's best we don't see what's inside. A spectacular revelation. Now, I may have missed it in previous episodes. I don't think so. Mm. But apparently Gina is conducting the ceremony. Yeah, now when did that pop up? Because that seems to have been something I was like, well, did I, have I been asleep? I don't think so. That's a big gig, sort of. It is. And, look, she acknowledges that she's not the, the, the wedding celebrant. She can't sure. officially marry them. She's no Josh would- Withers. No, she is, and there's a name check right there. Um, <laughs> but, however, she acknowledges she's running the show. Yep. Now, I know that Gamble has involved her in the past in helping her make decisions and, and effectively checking on what Alin is doing. I suggest mm. that maybe Gina has elbowed her way into this role. 
I feel like in this episode, they're very free and easy with the term best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, suddenly they're best friends. We're doing, you know, it's like, well, uh, in Real Housewives land perhaps, but it's we get to it again, you know, like the 45-minute mark, best friend, best friend, best friend. I don't know. Have we been in the same show? I don't think so. If we need to break it down, they, they, they really need to redefine both the words best and friend. Exactly. Um, it's out of control. <laughs> now, um, once we do acknowledge that Gina has more than one suitcase to pack for, I'm guessing, at best, a four-day jaunt Max. to Byron. Max. Um, and that's that's a light plane, people, to get to, uh, to Byron from Sydney. It's not a big plane. Uh, when we arrive mm. in Byron, now we don't get another sweeping shot of the lighthouse because we've already had that for this 10-minute break. It's done. It's done. One will come later. What we need now, though, is some very subtle product placement so that we get to allow the resort that they're staying at expense the cost of letting them stay there. We've got a nice pool shot and some deck chairs. Mm, the Byron at Byron. I wonder if that's a resort where they're staying. I, 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 wouldn't, I couldn't imagine they would just say that for, for shits and giggles, would they? <laughs> and like a clown car, they all fall out of the limousine. Actually, all of them except for Janet. I really miss But, gee, they've got their travel outfits, their resort wear already planned, oh. don't they? They're already in it. Oh. So many so many strapless dresses. I always worry about Gina. You know, even in winter in Melbourne, she's still in those mm. dresses. Oh, all of them. Like enough of them are enhanced to a point where, okay, so the, the, the breasty area may hold up itself, but your dress – is it, is it coping? It's not managing. No, as we find out in a few minutes with Gamble. Oh, Poor Gamble. Okay. Um, now, Gina doesn't like a beach wedding either, and she was unaware, unaware as the person who's marrying, running the ceremony, unaware <laughs> that it was a beach wedding because it's not – oh, no, it was that Petty Fleur. It wasn't listed in the invitation. Yeah, because Petty Fleur's invitation was thrown off a balcony. Oh, fuck, don't oh, – that was last week and the week before. That ugh, controversy that never happened. Yeah. Now, we need to race towards the rehearsal, um, Leisha, and here is where we start to see all of the amazingness that is Aline faffing about oh. uh, coming to the fore. Aline is my, like, worst and best nightmare in one. Like, he's just, he's just <laughs> she, you know, she says, and I don't want to jump too far ahead, but she talks mm. about a visualisation board. She is in gamble. Yes. And I reckon I, mean, I would have spent longer visualising an actual wedding planner other than, you know, like <laughs> maybe putting more energy into someone other than Alain. Yeah, well, Alain is an accomplished dress designer yeah. in, uh, in Melbourne and that's totally cool. He's great. He's great. He's All respect to him for doing that. But the, the creation of a dress and then planning a whole event, as Chica would say later on, is a different mm. thing. Poor Chica. Oh. Yes, Chica has some very definite views, and it's about time that we saw the opinionated Chica resurface. Oh, I love it. Because time in Switzerland is all well and lovely, but, you know, unless you've got something to say that really adds to the conversation, Chica, you just become part of the background. No, and you don't want to be snorry on Real Housewives because someone else will replace you, a la Susie. Mm. So we're standing on the beach. Mm. The recognition that heels on the beach, not a great idea. Finally, this has worked it out. I would have said heels off, please, ladies. But no, they're soldiering on. Oh, my God. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's sad. It's hilarious. Gamble's quote of this little section I thought was delightful. I thought I just turned up. (laughs) 
Now, as the bride, that is indeed the case. But to get to that point, Gamble, unless you would totally want to invest with somebody else and give them an opportunity to run it for you, um, you do little more than just turn it up, sister. <laughs> she's got a role to play. And I don't Can think she's imagine? researched it. Oh, she had, what, what would your advice be, Leisha? You, you run a very successful wedding podcast, Save the Date. Yes. What, right now, if you had to intervene, how would you help Gamble solve this problem? Well, look, I, I just feel like she's a bit disconnected from the actual event. From and, reality? Sorry. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, from reality, yes, in one sphere, <laughs> and also the actual process of getting hitched. Now, she's done it before, I believe. Has she? Uh, more than once, yes. Yes. So surely she has some memory of the, the process of actually, you know, walking down an aisle, not sand, and uh, also, <laughs> um, you know, maybe getting someone on board that's had 10 minutes more thought about an actual event planning process. It's quite worrying. What is distracting Gamble in her day-to-day normal human life oh. that she is allowing Alin to effectively run all of this in – during the whole process of which she has a visualization board mm. that's helping her come up with her ideas. I was thinking but then about she's just going, it's done. I was thinking about the researcher that created those boards. Oh God, that and poor producer. That poor, some AP has been, t- you know, going to a craft shop. <laughs> they've been on Sydney Road somewhere purchasing a bunch of feathers and shit that they've stuck to a board <laughs> that she's whipped uh, out. I think she's been doing the dog training from series. Was it series one? Series two? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she's been dog training. Clearly, that's where her time's being spent. Look, I'm, I'm, I, I do reflect as a man of some girth, mm. uh, and certainly Aline is is that kind of guy. Mm. I am a fan of a cape, but oh. mainly on my superheroes, not on my wedding planners. <laughs> and uh, in a bit of a windy Byron Beach scenario, the cape doesn't do Aline any kind of favours. No, I think Aline needs to rethink the cape, definitely. But maybe that's not even the first thing he needs to rethink. We can move oh, on. Oh, there's lots. He needs to rethink a lot of things. Yeah. I did love, I think the final sort of tag we got in this uh, this segment was, uh, we'll just leave it to the last minute and wing it. And that was from the wedding planner. Spoken like a true expert. I just thought we'd, it'll work out. We'll have uh, the band and oh, what about a microphone? Do we need a microphone? No. Oh. Nah. Project just your shout. voice. Project. That's right. Just shout, Gina, for God's sake, woman. so after the controversy the trials that were the afternoon wedding rehearsal a couple of days before the event too i'll point out so it wasn't even a rehearsal it was a recce they were going down the beach to check out what shit needs to be sorted out oh it's amazing i mean there's so much this look i i get that the the whole production crew have probably booked this wedding it's all been oh, yeah. it's all been arranged behind the scenes, but at least pretend that you've got some sort of control and interest in it. Now, and a fair question as, as well to you, Alicia. As you mentioned, you work in television. You've done uh, and seen enough of this stuff go on yes. in your life. Yes. What we see in the general vibe of the episode, there's lots that is uh, planned, achieved, organised, uh, and even to a large degree, dare I say it, set up mm. for the ladies, isn't it? Mm, look, I don't want to speak on behalf of my beautiful Real Housewives uh, Melbourne people, but you know <laughs> I have worked in a number of reality scenarios within Australia and I know that there is a delicate guidance that happens with these sort of things. In America, 
I would say I've worked, you know, in production companies that are also American production companies and mm-hmm. there's super amount of control and to the point where it wouldn't necessarily say scripted, but we're using air quotes here, that they know exactly what's going to happen each episode. And, you yes. know, I think it's also a matter of, and now I'm working in British television where they're um, quite aware of what they want to get out of a scene, but they are so British they won't say it out, out loud because that would be impolite. Oh, look, there's – again, we, we recommend, both Alicia and I recommend, if you haven't seen it, go and watch Unreal. Uh, that oh. is more documentary than oh. uh, than scripted drama. Uh, you will be amazed. Particularly look forward to the horse riding scene. Oh, my – Where oh. the truth of everything is revealed. It's delightful. It's so delightful. Whenever we've watched it, my husband's always sort of turned to me and went, that's your job. She's you. <laughs> She's you. And that makes me sad and happy at the same time. <laughs> Oh my God, she is you. Yes, Jesus. Oh, Alicia. Quick, move on. Right. So it's time for it's time for drinks with the girls. Now, there's still no Janet, so we are one short in our uh, octagon Mm. of uh, love and hate that is the Real Housewives this season. Mm. Uh, An octopus of love and hate, if we, if you will. Now, during this conversation, we see a couple of things. One of which is that Lydia remains to be, and I don't know how, entirely clueless. Yeah. Just not even keeping in touch with reality. And also a complete shit stirrer. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And and the cutaways where she's having her laughs and her smirks. <laughs> uh, we've brought it up before. I think Lydia thinks that we're laughing with her. Yeah. And that is absolutely not the case. Bless. Super blessed for her. She's she she seemed a little poorly in this episode. So did you hear she 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 looked like she might have been a little unwell, and I feel like she wasn't on par with her super bitchiness. I thought she probably could have taken it up a notch if she was in full health. It's amazing what guilt can do to your external appearance. (laughs) Um, Now there is a bombshell, and it happens pretty quickly. And it uh, it really does blow up throughout the the group, the, the drink group that's taking place. There is no plan B. And at this point, uh, I have to say, I went back and I went frame by frame on Chica's face and you could see her heart break. Yeah. I, can I just say, if I was friends with Chica, and one day I planned to be friends with Chica. <laughs> yes, as we all do. Because <laughs> I love her. But mm. I would say if I was friends with Chica and I was involved uh, in any sort of social circles with her, I'd be hiring. Is it the big group? <gasps> yes, the big group. Why the fuck would you not get the big group to cater mm. and organise your wedding? Jesus. Sister. Oh. Look, preaching to the choir here. Please. Uh, I cannot get over. And, and let's be fair, not that we should expect it, but if we're in this kind of friendship group, hey, Chica, we'd love you and Bruce to help us out. After all, Bruce, as a in-the-closet gay man, has an incredible eye for style, as do you. Get Bruce uh, to organise it all. God. Yeah, please. Um, but, you know, can you get involved? Can you help us out? Bring my vision board to reality. Please. At which point you'd probably expect they're so lovely and generous, this is our wedding present to you and Wolfie Chica. Let us, mm. let us do it. Mm. Instead, she's been sidelined and being hit left, right and centre with revelations that rock her... Uh, party arranging world. It's 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 like it's like Watergate for the for the whole event planning world. You know, it's not it shouldn't happen. It's undercover. It's mm. bad. It's mm. sloppy jalopy. It's not. It's, yeah, Elaine is Chica's, no no. Chica's having conniptions the entire time. She cannot control. I, I think she just hasn't got past the no plan B bit. Everyone else is having conversations about that and moving forward. 
Chica drops in about five minutes later. You've, look, when you work in the events industry, you've got to have a plan B. Mm. We agree, Chica, but that was three minutes ago. Yeah. Like everyone else is now talking about the other stuff that's going on, including the notion, if you will, uh, Alicia, mm. that Jackie's Angels get to have a day off. Can I just say we haven't heard much from Jackie's Angels recently. No. She hasn't been making a big deal of her super psychic powers. And I've sort of missed them in a way because the, my bullshit detector, you know, was is, has been off, off duty basically. So I sort of <laughs> thought she would have cracked on and had a bit of a go, but didn't. Was offended. Well, no. Well, there, there was, uh, again, Lydia was attempting to shit stir. Yes. Hey, Jackie, what about the angels? How about you give us a psychic reading? Give us a vibe. Vibe. She was quite indignant. I don't give off vibes. And beside, it's my day off. Yeah, she's off, she's off the clock, thanks. Now, if I do the math correctly, uh, this is the day before the day before the wedding. Yep. If the day before the wedding when Celebrity Apprentice is on is a, a Wednesday when it aired in Australia, this is a Tuesday. Do most psychics take Tuesday off? Yeah, it's it's the Psychic Tuesday. It's what it is. They have a special Psychic, psychic Tuesday, Tuesday day off and back into it for hump day. Oh, well, because there are so many decisions. We have to plan the week. <laughs> So we've got to be back on board by Wednesday. And, look, thank God for Lydia's interior design work because she can really relate to the way that, you know, sometimes people, they can't just ask you to do things for free. Mm. You know, you've got a profession and you need to stick by that. Has anybody paid Lydia to do any interior design work? Okay. This is, I have put in my notes, interior design, question mark? When (laughs) When the hell did we ever hear, I think the first episode of the first season, we mm-hmm. she was introduced in the little, you know, hello, I'm Lydia, and she says, mm-hmm. going on my jet to Jindaban, and yes. then, which she doesn't talk about the jet anymore, that's obviously gone. Um, but interior design. GFC. Yeah, GFC. She lost the jet, and she always talks mm-hmm. about coconut and jet. Uh, <laughs> Rich and I, my husband and I do, if we talk about Lydia, we will sing the song, you know, Oh Lydia, Oh Lydia from Breaking Bad. And then yes. we'll say, Andrew and I are going to Jindabine on the jet. And King Island, darling. Oh, King Island. We'll just pop to King Island. But you know, she would go skiing on the weekends. It's like, all right, it's only mm. the Australian ski fields. It's not bloody Val d'Azur. Move on. <laughs> That's exactly right. If you're lucky, there'll be a puffteenth of snow. Exactly. Going skiing, darling. One slope. Done. I love you, mm. Australian ski industry, but you know, it's not Europe. No, it's not the same. Now, at this point, it's also revealed that Gamble looks to Lydia. Now, that's like the stupid leading the blind. It's not even dumb and dumber. It's dumbest and dumberest. <laughs> I, I couldn't get over that. Yeah. And there was that great quote about butchers. Do you remember that? She talks oh. about uh, she talks about interior design and being paid for things, and then she says mm. something about, I don't butchers don't go cutting up meat on their days off. They just carry around no. meat to cut off. What the fuck is that about? I do wish they did because I have to tell you, if a butcher carried around meat and I saw a butcher in the street, I would go, hey, butcher man, cut me a bit off that whatever you're carrying. I'll give you some sweet coin. Give me some meat. Oh, meet me up, woman. (laughs) Not even sure that's a thing. I don't mind. I like it. Now, we do get the first advice, the first time check that Celebrity Apprentice is in the offing because Gina makes reference. I'm going to hold a viewing party. I thought that would be a nice thing. We're all going to prepare and enjoy the premiere of the Celebrity Apprentice, which I'm on, which Mr. Boris asked me to be involved. Mr. Boris asked her to be involved with. He doesn't even know the fuck she is. Absolutely Um, not. That's after the season's finished. Um, That man is so incredibly lacking awareness. 
Uh, it's <laughs> oh, how he has managed to run a financial company is beyond me. The what the one thing I noticed, and I, this I may be misreading the situation. I will defer to those with ovaries. Yep. Did Chica seem a bit jealous that she hadn't been asked to arrange the wedding? Mm. Well, I just think she was always polite, as always, yes. but also always. just always. And, you know, she thinks ahead. She doesn't just run her mouth off. But uh, I do think that there was an air of, well, if I was running this show, we would have mm. had a plan B and we wouldn't be wearing high heels and we'd have some sort of aisle. And we- there would be carpet and there would carpet. be... All sorts of things. There would be a bus arranged, a transfer to get people from the resort down to the beach because clearly it's not just a, you know, over the dune and there we go. Correct. It's a bit of a hop away. Yeah. We know Byron Bay, you got to, you know, it's, it's, it's a town, but it's, Mm. it's not the metropolis. You know, you need to organize these things. And when we're talking about the Byron at Byron, Mm. they haven't yet been able to arrange to buy a section of beach as hard, try as hard as they may. Oh. Well, maybe this will help them. Well, it's the day before the wedding. Mm. And what is the best way to start the day before the wedding? Champagne breakfast. Champagne bubbles. Oh, look, without a question, if Jackie ever does get pregnant, that kid is going to come out so mutated. It's not funny because that woman doesn't drink water. All she does is drink champagne. Champ, 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 champs. And and who we start with, Jackie and Janet? having their little champers breakfasts. Mm. They're getting all sorted. And then, of course, it's a lovely little, uh, like, informal gathering where, you know, the families have arrived. So we get to have them involved. And it's nice to meet Gamble's mum. I thought she was very lovely. She seems so normal. I know. It's incredible. How did she name that kid Gamble for a start? I want to know the story. I want to know the story. Um, and, And I do need to say that quite possibly looking at it, if you were unaware and saw Rick and Gamble's mum together, you might have thought that they were the happy couple. Lovers. <laughs> Lovers. Um, but it's at this point, and, and look, I'm a guy. I love boobs. Yeah. I don't want to see Gamble's boobs. I don't want to see her adjust her boobs. You didn't enjoy I that even, fixing. I don't even want to see Gina adjust Gamble's boobs. And I'm very keen on other girls touching other girls' boobs. <laughs> It was weird to watch the hand go in to the the top and adjust the boozy because, I mean, <laughs> I was thinking, like last week they went shopping for lingerie. I don't, remember mm. she was wearing this sort of shady lingerie. I try not to, yes. Mm. There's, she's such a tiny little person. But I don't remember. Pocket, Pocket rocket she is. So much mm. hair, bit of tit, tiny body. But and, mm. and this is I – don't want to talk about people's appearance because that's not. Oh, hello. Uh, not the uh, the point. Sorry, that was her emailing me now saying, Alicia, stop talking about my appearance. But it's weird to think that you would be, I don't know, going lingerie shopping like that and standing and having a conversation in your smalls in a shop. Yes. But however, oh. I don't know if that's then given extended the invitation for the boozy adjust or if that's just something Jean is comfortable with doing. So well, questions. she certainly was. She was in there too quick and saying, look, you've got to put the nipple over here mm. uh, and do this. And I, I will offer for the first time this series, we did see Gamble's girls look better than they have in a, in a strapless dress. Yeah, so that- maybe it's just years of experience that Gina has in adjusting everyone else's décolletage, including her own, mm. that she's able to help Gamble and transfer this knowledge. They were teetering literally on the edge. It, it was a gift to us all. And she even was talking about flashing the celebrant, flashing, you know, just people. 
Yeah. Uh, like it's a nothing instance. Now, I'm all for free the nipple, but I think that there are times when we need to keep our tops on, ladies. Yep. Uh, and one of those times is when you're standing in front of your elderly mother and quite possibly your cousins and your future son-in-law. Now, can son, I just, future son. The son-in-law, the, the son, can I just say, this is a weird one, but he does look, look awfully like Gina's Josh. Uh, yeah, yes, or to the point it won't surprise me if we learn down the track. They're the same that person. and Luke have hooked up. Well, I feel like they're the same person, but they could be a dream couple. But sometimes when he appears, I get confused. Now, I'm, oh, which one is which? Yes. Just saying. I just want to say, I, I might be the only one listening. If you've heard the same thing, tweet me. But I just feel like <laughs> they might, I'm going to find a photo and put them next to each other, but I feel like they're the same person. I was disappointed. Now, I guess I should have expected it, but I was disappointed to see Gamble's sister surface uh, at this uh, champagne breakfast. Uh, last time we saw her, she was being incredibly loud, bitchy, and horrible. I wanted her to be at, like that tonight. Oh, she could have let loose. <laughs> Everybody, baby. Um, you don't fucking tell my sister. Whatever, bitch. Um, she's a horrible piece of work. And for mine, up there with Fiora, as far as ladies who want to make it more about them than anybody else. Sure, sure. I want to know if she got all that work done she was planning to have done. Oh, God, please. Please. Well, she can't have because we recognised her. Wolf. So. Yoink. Um, now, how many children have you had in your life, Alicia McCormack? Zero. All right, congratulations. So you, uh, well, no, I'll take it back and I'll extend it with another question. Mm. How many uh, of your siblings or cousins have had uh, small humans pop out of their vagina, known as babies? Quite a few. And friends. I do know children. I do. So you're comfortable in the context of it's a small child, they will shit their pants and yep. it needs cleaning up. I mean, it was a strange conversation. I'm going to say this. I know Jackie brought up the kid thing, but it was a strange mm. conversation to be having at a sort of champagne wedding breakfast. A little yeah. odd. A little odd. And and there was all sorts of funny sort of recollections, as you would expect, from mothers uh, talking about, oh, I remember the time with such and such, and oh, and, and pet piff drops in. Where, oh, what about when they vomit in your mouth? Oh, <laughs> well, girlfriend, you know, that's not like, you don't even mention that. That's not funny. No. They have thrown up stuff, most likely your breast milk, into your mouth, curdled. Get it out of there. Um, oh, I feel Then vomit. they started talking about contraception all of a sudden. Mm, mm. It's very and odd. The pull out method. Now, did you think, dear, believe she knew that, that she's talking about withdrawal or, you know, like what, what's happening here? Bit of a rhythm method. There's lots of other things to say rather than the pull-out method. <sighs> well, look, there's only one withdrawal method I think she understands and it doesn't involve penises. Oi. Oi. Now, Jackie, meantime, the one that wants to become a mum, is circling, hearing all of these conversations, and she is not coping with the poo-wee vom talk. No. Like... The face that and her face has been on form all season. Yeah, uh, that girl emotes with the best of them. Yes, and it, she is rocking up that nose is now on her forehead. She doesn't want to hear any of it. Can we just stop the conversation? Meanwhile, everyone's laughing, having a great old time at how disgusting babies can be. <laughs> I I so want like I I'm in two minds about the Jackie pregnancy. I wish them well, mm. but I also yes. want her to continue drinking. And being on this show. <laughs> yes, because it will. Look, my theory, and this is one that Nick and I share, is that we will get pregnant in the off-season, so there's no filming of it, and yes. we will cop the back end of the pregnancy, the last month, 
maybe last trimester. Yes. In the new season of Next Real Housewives so that we get a baby. Yeah. Well, them with the baby will be fun. It'll be fun. Oh, well, I think that we'll it'll bubble a whole bunch of stuff to the surface. Someone will get upset about something. It'll help Patty Fleur remind that, you know, her father never walked her down the aisle. Get fucked. Oh, who cares? Um, oh, so much who cares. Now, you would have talked to and met a few celebrants in your time. Sure have. Sure have. How does Steve the Celebrant stack up? I mean, bless Steve, because I think, you know, televising your career when you obviously want to continue your career later on is a big decision. <laughs> it's a big one. Let's just ask aforementioned Josh Withers and uh, Married at First Sight <laughs> and how well that we're goes We're not down. allowed to talk about that. He'll kill it. Oh, no, that's death. No, he did really well in that, though. So, you know. He we did know, a great job. We know he's a fucking champion. But I do yes. think you've got it. Sorry for the swears. That was unnecessary. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how passionate. Oh, it's not unnecessary. Well, it's how passionate I am about his skill set. Um, Go but, on. Uh, you know, I do think it's, a you know, you're brave to come on a show such as The Real Housewives of any city, uh, generalising mm-hmm. here, and put your ass on the line with your gig. And also Gina Ooh. sort of stepped in. We know she sort of stepped in and did her stuff as well. So I suppose mm-hmm. he came off okay. I, I don't know. I think Gamble did a bit of a beat-up about, oh, he thinks I'm an idiot, oh, he thinks I'm crazy. He's getting his paycheck. He's going home. Yep. He'll cover your girlfriend if you haven't prepared your vows. He's got stuff in the back pocket. He'll be fine. He's yes. fine. Don't He's even that. brought the microphone and the PA system. Oh, hallelujah. A professional. If it wasn't if it wasn't for Steve the Celebrant, we'd have to deal with Gina trying to shout over the waves and nobody wants that. I'm so excited. I just want to say this is a small diversion, but you know I like it. That I have played the promo, the you know, coming up this season when Gina goes, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, whatever she says. <laughs> I fucking love that promo so hard that I, I've i written to you privately, I've written to you publicly going, that just makes me so happy. And especially being away from Australia currently, it's like a little ball of Australian happiness because only Aussies can scream and yell and say, you fucking, fucking, in that way. It's Look, it is delightful. And of all of the housewives, mm. uh, we know that Chica is not one that would lose her cool. No. You know, she'll keep it under wraps. Gina has this air of, I'm in control of everything. But as soon as she loses her shit, it is, oh, my God, is on for young and old. And we see a glimpse of it even at the end of this episode. I can't wait. Well, fuck the lot is, and she's out of there. And only but, Australian women oh. can go, I'll oh, get fucked. That's like... <laughs> You know, you th- hear it, you never hear an American go, oh, get fucked, and they can hold that fucked. And even out of our so-called classy housewives, I'll oh, get fucked, she can get fucked. I think Jackie said that 120 times this episode. You know, oh, we fucking oh. get fucked. Oh, I just fucking love it. I seriously am considering doing a super edit of just Jackie saying <gasps> fucked. I'll pay you to do that. How good would that be? Oh. That's my oh. fucking heading. <laughs> well, she just, just, just go and get fucked, right? Fucking fucked. Mm. Like it's so, oh, oh, oh stress. Just fuck. fuck. It's so great. So Newcastle, the so, bogan never left And, up. you know, I was born in Newcastle, so things are really working out for us all. Reach that, sister. Still city. <laughs> you know it. Now, I, I do love that Gamble is in touch with music. She wants to represent her love to Rick uh, <laughs> in a way that is – yeah, we want the whole package. It's not just the setting. It's not just the people. It's not just their moment. But let's have some music yep. that really seals the deal for us. Mm. And Gamble wanted a song that sounds a bit Hawaiian. 
So instead of getting, I don't know, some Hawaiian music, mm. she's pulled out Chris Isaac's Wicked Game, which if I do a very brief analysis on the lyric is not necessarily about, you know, loving someone legitimately in a relationship. It's more about you sort of, oh, I'm, I'm torn and I love this other person. It's it's contro. It's contro to the max, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's one of those situations where you need to just perhaps Google a lyric prior to choosing the song. You know, there's there's always things. I'm going to read you a lyric here. No, I don't Please. want to fall in love. This girl <laughs> is only going to break your heart. He repeats that. What a wicked game you play to make me feel this way. What a wicked thing to do. To let me dream of you. I mean, it's pretty like, and then it ends. The last line of the whole song is, "Nobody loves no one." Get <laughs> fucked. Get fucked, man and wife. Uh, <laughs> delightfully, we were spared the wherever they dug them up from uh, trio yeah. that were sitting well off to the side yeah. with their guitar and double bass yeah. and. I don't know, percussive instruments. Can I tell you why we're spared? Because they didn't want to pay for the music rights. Copy that. (laughs) Copy that. They can pay for a big trip to Byron, but Warner Music aren't coming to the party (laughs) to say, we'll waive the ability for just put the song on. Exactly. (sighs) Now, (laughs) we're into the final stretch, but we've got three massive segments ahead of us, Leash. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Are you pumped? Bring it. Because it is the night before the wedding. There was some concern that oh, the weather might turn on us. What's our plan B? How's it all going to play out? Let's go to the pub. So the ladies have gone down with the common folk to enjoy uh, a shandy, if you will. Yes. Uh, for those that aren't aware, shandy is half beer, half of your Sprite or lemonade-style yes. drink uh, because that's what ladies drink. They can't handle a full-strength beer. Silence. Did drink- I silence it? I did. They're having a drink at the pub. Yep. And... Well, there was more than one storm where it just started to rage. Mm. The wind picked up. The howling began. And that was just Lydia being there. Oh, Lydia and Petty Fleur having this special connection. Oh, God, the chat that had been long threatened. Finally, they have the discussion about. And it was meant to be. Wasn't it meant to be Lydia apologising? I didn't. I. She said she was going to apologise and it sort of never happened. She's really good at just sort of. Announcing she's going to do something and then just weaseling out of it. I don't know. Oh, it's uh, – and then it all became a case of, well, Andrew's illness. You know, everything could be blamed from? on the fact. Andrew's illness and she just – drama, drama, drama. Lydia gets stuffed. She's good at the crying though. She really turned on the tears. Oh, she's into it so hard. Um, you know, everything that Petty Fleur is taking in is all glass half empty. Mm. You know, can you imagine the bride with wet hair? What about my shoes? How am I going to manage? So on and so forth. Yes. Uh, and we get to look back now and go, well, that's because we know what she was trying to get as far as an entrance when it comes to the wedding. More on that shortly. Mm. But Janet and Creepy Brian arrive. Wow. Just wow. It's How do you feel about him being in the series this year? I'm not impressed. I know that he's a plant. He's only there to become the newest housewife uh, <laughs> and to try and encourage Janet to get back with Brian, despite her best efforts by having many, many other dates with many, many other men. Uh, he's trying hard. He wants it back, even though he's a fan of the old Turkish Risty. Oi, 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 oi. And, I mean, look, after last week's Christopher date... Mm. And, you know, 
poor Christopher. Um, you, you know, it, it's hard. It's hard to see her not going back to Brian. I feel like that's where we're going. I think we're going there. Well, Oh, look, it's some sizzle. Let's build on this. While we're sitting there, right, the girls are sitting there talking and uh, Susie is just casually relaxing. She's just that bitch, having a that chat with- That bitch never casually relaxes. You know she's always on. She's a schemer. Oh, Susie's ready to bite the head off Lydia. I know that. Ooh, that's for sure. Ooh. She's going to just, just kill her. Um, but she's sitting there. This Marcello guy walks over and introduces himself, brings a drink over. Mm. Um, first of all, ladies, always never accept a drink from someone you've never met, particularly one you didn't see them pour. That's just safety 101 at the bar. Correct. Um, secondarily, the guy strikes me as a bit of a he, – he's trying to turn it on. He's spotted some ladies. They're very well dressed. They're handling themselves well. There's television cameras pointed at them. Yes. The producer has told me to go and talk to this lady. Correct. So he does. Now, Sizzle – Susie's quite taken by him. She thinks he's all right. Next episode, there's a double date involving <gasps> Susie and Marcello and Janet and Christopher. What? I know. What, in Melbourne? Yes, after the wedding, back in Melbourne. No shit. I don't know how I so, feel about that. So Christopher's back. So where does Marcello come from? Huh? Why is he in Byron? He comes from is a- it entirely just to meet Susie? He's come from a casting agency in St Kilda. Oh, fuck, it's horrible. <laughs> oh, so all of that is happening. Mm. But the beautiful thing that happens in the midst of this, so we know that Petty Fleur and Lydia are, are trying to, to make amends. Allegedly, Lydia is apologising. She never says sorry once. Nope. Petty Fleur, however, to her credit, I miss that crazy laugh and don't fuck it up. When did they become best friends? I went through a little back catalogue just to just do some mm. research here. Last season they weren't that close. Apparently over the break, air quotes, they got close. I don't believe that because she was off boning Warney overseas. Yeah, well, look, I think Petty Fleur, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Um, uh, I think Petty Fleur is just looking for support wherever she can get it. And certainly when it was, uh, I don't think Gamble and Lydia were too tight last year and that really fractured the group Mm. uh, because Petty Fleur and Gamble were separated and I think that meant sympathetically Lydia and Petty Fleur were on the same side. So, all right, I see. Just because they were opposed, they were with the fellow opposers, they've got to come mm. together. So they become best friends. They allegedly sort their differences out. Jackie appears Mm. again, emoting better than anybody we've ever seen in her life. She is on. Oh, so she's she's with Lydia. So, oh, god, we we probably should try and sort some of this out. And she's not going to take any shit. She just wants to sort some stuff out and hear some and, – and Lydia can't deal with that just by the way. Jackie's very straight yep. to a point of being confrontational yep. and Lydia's all blah, 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 blah. She can't cope. No. Meanwhile, Petty Fleur decides, oh, I'll sit in on this. This seems like a private conversation that I can get involved in. Yep. Not a great move. <sighs> Not a great move. Look, at, at one point I thought Jackie is going to smother Piff in her sleep. <laughs> She's just going to get a key to her room, walk in, put a pillow over her face and walk out. <laughs> It's. I mean, the friendship's going from strength to strength at this stage, really, isn't it? They've made up. No apology. He's back in on it. Petty Flew cannot stay out of an argument. Oh, and even when Jackie tries to be polite, I think this is just a conversation between us, Petty Flew. How about we just have this? I'm letting you have the conversation. No, you're fucking not, Rich. <laughs> and then she's like, "You need to basically go away." And she says, "Oh, well, I'm just going to go over here then because nobody seems to want me here." Correct. Oh, get up the violins. Come on. 
Now the storm takes hold. How do we know the storm takes hold? Well, we see the, the great trilogy of TV um, montages that bring it all together. We see lightning flash across the sky. We see wind and we hear rain and thunder. And we see Jackie's hair not cope with the humidity. Because <laughs> it's just, she didn't put enough hold in the hair and there is like static bits picking up all over the place. I will swear to you that she probably could have picked up Channel 9 by herself just with her hair. This is true, but I'm really enjoying her hair otherwise this season. I think she's really improved mm-hmm. in the hair stakes. Oh, particularly her cutaways, her one-on-ones. Oh, yeah. uh, she's, all of them are primped and preened, but Jackie, and Chica's, of course, always amazing. amazing. But Jackie's really stepped the game up. She's killing she's it. She's shine, shine, shining. Now, where does Gina go? What happens to Gina? Gina says, oh, I've got to go back to my room because why, Alicia? Well, look, she wants to spend time with her kids. Mm. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> she, she's got herself a little TV show to watch. Oh, and by spend time with the kids, she means the thousands of fans that she has on Twitter. Uh, yeah, and I mean, here's the thing. If you are going to tell a lie, right, now she's a lawyer. I have deep respect for Gina's, you know, just Gina in general. I fucking love Gina. But Gina should be better than this to the idea of going, if you're going to lie and go away and do that, don't live tweet it because you, people know. (laughs) It's evidence. Get fucked. fucked. It's evidence. (laughs) Bitch, come on. Yes, because all all of the housewives are on Twitter, all of them. Yeah. And they are all smart enough to be able to do one half microseconds investigation, open up Gina's account and go, oh, about six hours ago, there's an awful lot of tweets about Celebrity Apprentice, um, which hilariously Gina reminds us about I later. Know. Fuck, that was a good oh, Come so on, gross. mate. Now, <laughs> she's just reading them out. Gina oh. bails because it's Celebrity Apprentice time, which – Look, that upsets Gamble, understandably. She wants her friend to be with her. She feels her world is crumbling. Gina is her Mm. rock. The storm is taking hold. It's bloody crazy. And the quote of the night, where's the fucking shine, shine, shine when I need it? Where's the fucking shine, shine, shine? I'm like, put that on a T-shirt. You'd sell thousands. Oh, I'm ready to do it myself. Let's go. I reckon we will sell thousands. Now... (laughs) So we know the best thing we know about the Real Housewives is that this has just set up the bubbling controversy of what will be the next few this episodes. Be, There's going to oh, be the rest of the season. The, Shit hitting the fan. Uh, it's it's on for one and all. Everyone is involved in but, this. But we can't we can't have hate. We can't have any distraction because it's the wedding day. <sighs> I'm just going to fan myself for a moment because there's, there's so much emotion. And there's so much Penny Fleur's dress. <laughs> and there's so much Aline is not prepared. Well, I was nervous, but I knew that there was a good production crew there that had to get something on camera. So something had to happen on the day. You know, they had to have a wedding. Oh, so they would have- Full congratulations to Heath and his team at the Byron on Byron because holy Fuck, if they'd left it to a Lynn, we would still be waiting for the reception <laughs> and the, the rest of it to be set up. Uh, really? Poor Aline. I don't, yeah, yeah, great dress. She looked amazing. Oh, 
great dress. Nothing like the dress he promised her in the first instance when they talk dresses. And I still can't get over that he wouldn't let Gamble wear the dress she wanted yeah. to wear. If we remember last week at the, the bridal shower, she's wearing the dress to the bridal shower she wanted to wear, but Alina has made her something yeah. else. And it's, it weighs 18 kilos. <laughs> Gamble weighs 18 exactly. kilos. I worry. We've doubled her body weight in glass beads. <laughs> Oh, my God. Bombshell. There's the bombshell of the entire show, even above Gina's Celebrity Apprentice uh, viewing party. Alin had a girlfriend. Now, this surprised me, and I don't want to be, you know, my gaydar is usually fairly good, but and I didn't want to assume that because he's a bridal wear designer that he is uh, a straighty 180 or mm-hmm. a homosexual man. But, it, you know, I love that they cut to the sad music and sort of like he may potentially turn this wedding into a big fat turd because he's recently been mm. dumped. Yeah, he's invested himself into Gamble's life mm. and into her wedding and in turn has just fucked it yeah. right up. Ludicrous. They're nothing. Even down to when they're having the quick meeting with Heath, where Alin's going, "Oh, the, the the can we not just wait? I'm not quite sure how I want to use the chandeliers." And Heath is very polite and very firm. Oh no, it's time now. It's go time. They have to get yep, hung. Yeah, right we're doing now. this because otherwise, no wedding. Nothing happens. And I, and I know you wanted to have uh, you know this sort of thing, but I think that for practicality's sake, we might need to set the tables like this and do this. And he's like, oh, no, no, it has to happen the way I thought. Mm. That was on my, my, my vision, my planning. I feel like counselling might have been a better move for him rather than wedding planning after that relationship broke oh. up. So, yes, more than – now, I was wrong. I did have my timeline out. It's wedding day morning that Jackie and uh, Janet have their little champagne breakfast. Sure. Uh, and look, it's always lovely to see girls with their hair in rollers, in robes, drinking expensive champagne, none of which they've paid no, for. All care of uh, Foxtel. But we play out. The next morning gives us, you know, it's been festering for at least 12 hours. The Celebrity Apprentice, a viewing party scandal. <gasps> it turns out that Gina wasn't going to talk to no. her kids. She was inviting half the guests into her room to watch the first episode, including the man she has derided for most of this series, Alina. Again, I thought more of Jackie, uh, Gina, gosh, excuse me, Gina's uh, lying abilities and uh, Mm. sensible uh, impressions of her not inviting Elaine to something because I just feel like he will happily, uh, as we see in the promo for next week, reveal all. Mm. Yes. Look, Gina is surprised Gamble's upset. She can't understand why, you know, if you're a supportive friend, why wouldn't you want to support a friend who's got their te- national television show, their national television show, <laughs> premiering uh, the evening? I mean, after all, the night before the wedding's no big no, deal. No, I mean, you, you, oh, God, where to go? There was lots of talk of the Burris effect. There was lots of talk of, you know, wedding logistics and how things should go. And, of course, this uh, a marvellous claim from Gina I only went on the show to help him with his ratings. <gasps> amaze. Just amaze that, I mean, she's got balls, allegedly. Oh, two large brass balls that clang together between those legs. I don't know how she fits into the dresses with them. <laughs> um, now, Alin does show up with the dress. We have talked about it, lots of glass beads. It's amazing. It doesn't have structural lines, but what it does have is Gamble's love. Mm. She is entranced by this dress and, fair to say, looks smoking hot in the dress. She really 
pulls that off. I don't know how she's going to oh. drag it around for the entire thing and also drag it through the <laughs> war that is going to be her wedding reception. Or drag it through the sand oh. just to get to be oh. married. Oh, yikes. When she was walking down the aisle, um, escorted by whatever the hell crazy, freaky artist man is, um, you know, they showed a shot of her feet and her kicking the front of the dress and the sand and the rest of the train dragging in the sand. <laughs> Sand walking is hard with shoes, like with if you're wearing your joggers, if you're doing your barefoot, let alone a heavy heel and dragging an 18-kilo dress. Look, the, the, the important thing, Gamble's happy, she's excited, Rick is happy and he's excited and he's having a conversation with Luke. Obviously, Luke uh, is his best man. Mm. Um, you know, Luke compliments his father on his pocket square, mm. further confirming what we already knew, he's as gay as a fruitcake. Absolutely. Um, and that they just look there. He's very – Rick is, is overwhelmed. And I think it's a lovely sign. He's in love with his son. He loves Gamble. He's so pleased that they're now getting on because there was that early controversy where they weren't. But Luke has worked out how to play Gamble for all she's yep. worth. Uh, and so now it's time for the wedding. I'm just like winded up. I was—is that bad? Oh, no! You're right. At this point, it was like, "Fuck, we've gotten this far," and they really did squeeze the wedding into the last three yeah. minutes. Which means what? It means nothing happened. It means nothing happened. Let's get to the fight next episode that you know they're dying to have, and they cannot hold on to any form of manners to not do it at someone's mm. wedding. Oh, yeah, the reception just explodes. Oh, my fucking God. And, of course, there's a storm. And, and look, the, the, the concern about the weather, first of all, the clouds part yeah. somehow. And and this is something, if, if you believe in high powers and those sorts of things, you'd have to say they got involved because legitimately the shot that showed the wedding and everyone sitting on the chairs was sunlight beaming down on them and in the distance was the very dark clouds of a storm, as Byron's want to have. Yes. Uh, so they pulled it off. They got to have a lovely wedding, dry wedding on the beach. Uh, it would have made for incredible photos. I look forward to seeing them. It's amazing. Yeah. Right? And when will they be in uh, Women's Day this week? Will be oh, yeah. probably. <laughs> I'm going to put them all over Twitter as a part of the publication of this reaction podcast. That's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, now, sand and heels don't work well. We have confirmed this. Yet the ladies pushed on. Jackie tried. Um, uh, Janet tried. Uh, I'm surprised by Ben. I did predict that he'd be wearing basically the suit that he wore, except without shoes and socks. He'd do like the barefoot suit look, which for a rock and roller is a mm. good thing. But he persevered with boots. He hung in there and went, fuck it, I've got my RMs on. This is how it's happening. Yeah, look, I, I you know, the black suit, the RMs, he's ready, he's walking, he's dragging mm. Jackie along, fine. Yep. Oh, it's, it's all happening now. As far as roll call, all of the ladies look lovely. The Disney princess that was Petty Fleur turned up. She was struggling because she didn't have anyone to help oh, her. So, And this surprised me. After the jokes about, you know, Gamble having a picture of Petty Fleur in the freezer and Luke being such a cow about it, he, he very gallantly, I'll go and help her. He, it, he, he was is, very, Luke or Josh, was very, uh, <laughs> very polite. Maybe. Yes, it was 
It was lovely. And of course, exactly as the girls brought up in their cutaways, for some reason, Petty Fleur wanted to make it all about her, which she She's did. very good at that. Now, here comes the Petty Fleur bride. But then now, now the gentleman, I thought Ben Ben looked lovely. We didn't see Bruce arrive, but we did see him sitting, because uh, he and Chica, of course, sitting in the front row over Rick's shoulder. So we got to see them in the cutaways. I, just, I wanted um, more Bruce. And I do know next episode we see him rescuing the cake because only Bruce can be the person mm-hmm. to do that. I wanted more Bruce yep. and I wanted more Ben this episode. Just want to say that. Absolutely. And look, Bruce looked stunning in the glimpses that we caught of him. He looked very beach wedding, mm. you know, mm. chic. Um, uh, ben looked great. No Andrew that I could tell. Like he was absent without leave. Maybe Lydia did come by herself. Maybe that. Maybe there's trouble in Camelot. Where was creepy Brian? All the hullabaloo about creepy Brian's coming to the wedding. Where the fuck was he? Was he not there? Now I need to go back and look like frame by frame. I couldn't see him. He certainly wasn't seating next to Shit. Janet. He wasn't in the front row. Shit. Where's creepy Brian? I, well, we're going to have to. I'm going to have to go back and do some investigative journalism. I, I, I expect him to be there, and if he isn't, mm. I want him to be at that reception. Bloody hell! If he's not at that reception causing some shit, then I don't know what's going to happen. Yes, he better be hitting on everything with two legs and a set of tits. <laughs> Get, Get fucked. Um, <laughs> the wedding happens. End scene. A marvelous episode. And then, my God, they are killing it with the sizzles next <gasps> week. On Real Housewives of Melbourne, the reception, the storm, and the viewing party. So I just wanted when they're going congratulations and they lean in and kiss. I just wanted to hear <laughs> Lydia or Petty Fleur saying, "Not Petty Fleur, she wouldn't do it, or she would." But congratulations, Gina watched the premiere last night. Yeah, I just wanted that, like, just drop it in straight away. Mm. You know it's coming, but I sort of thought they would have jumped on it as soon as the wedding was actually officially over. Oh, no, I think, to their credit, they were probably all caught up in the moment. Let's let the wedding happen. Let's It's all done. But because you know that that was the, the topic of conversation while Rick and Gamble and, and Luke and whoever else were off getting photos. Oh, yeah. You know that they've got the, the Moe and they're just going, Gina was off at their fucking viewing party. We're jealous. Fuck. Fuck. Get fucked. We're jealous. Mm. <laughs> we were at the fucking pub with the storm and the creepy Italian guy and – we didn't know what was going on. She was, Where's she was Gina? Her show. God, can't wait for next oh. week. It's going to be so. Look, after the pretending last week, and then it, it was all the mm. wedding this week. There's no question. The build up, the moment, the Byron on Byron, all of the things. I'd like to say this episode was sponsored by the Byron on Byron, but I can't. Uh, next week, <laughs> what is it you can't face? It's the fallout from when you get caught in a lie, Gina. And rain on a wedding cake. Did you know it's really ironic, um, mm. Alicia, because it's like rain on your wedding day. Mm, it's good luck. It's good luck. It's the good advice that you just didn't take. Oh, I, I was going to sing, but no one needs. Isn't it ironic? No one needs that. <laughs> Final thoughts. I want more Bruce. Final I want thoughts. more Bruce. Yes. I want Josh slash whatever his name is, I want that to be revealed that he's just one person and the other one. Yes. And um, 
I'm really looking forward to the blowout next week because I think it's going to be huge and I want more. Get fucked! Back off! Fucked. Oh, we just need Jackie to unload. And I, I think she doesn't give a shit anymore. I think she, more than anything, Jackie's found her uh, her mm. mentor in yep. Chica and everyone else can just get, get fucked. fucked. It's, it's turned a bit blue, people. Um, but that thus is this is what Real Housewives does to you now. Importantly, this is episode five. This doesn't leave too many episodes for fitting in the Dubai trip that's coming. When the hell are they doing this? Well, it's got to be between now and the end of the season. That's only four episodes. Shit, there's only four more. Yeah, well, five because it might even only be three because then we've got the reunion, which breaks to a double. Oh, my God. So we don't have many left. Now, unless Dubai is the honeymoon that Rick doesn't go on and all the ladies (laughs) do or whatever the fuck happens, if we make next week the reception and the fallout from Celebrity Apprentice, that's two two episodes for, you know, uh, what's her name, on a camel. You know they're going to stretch Dubai out into two episodes because that costs money and they need to get milk and yeah, shit. We need to see Emirates logos every fucking week. I just week. can't wait. Now, I don't know if you're uh, – you are a, a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills watcher there, but they are also going to Dubai this season. So I can't wait to see the <sighs> Dubai off. Oh, and how amazing would it be if it happened Imagine at the same Imagine them time. all together. They would be eaten alive, the Australian housewives. Although now I say that, I feel like the Aussie housewives could hold their own against some of the American housewives. So, meh. Jackie would eat three of them by herself because <laughs> they're just hors d'oeuvres. Like they talk a big game, but they really don't follow up anywhere near as hard as get, get fucked. Get fucked. <laughs> she just my fucking head in. <laughs> Alicia McCormack, how can people find you on the internet? so many different ways. If you're getting married, you can listen to my podcast, which is called the Save the Date Wedding Podcast. I would have given my left pinky to be a gambler's wedding and bring my microphone. (laughs) But next time around, as she says, uh, what did she say at the beginning? Next time. So uh, I shall be there then. Yes, maybe next time. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at uh, Alicia McCormack or Save the Date PC, either or. Oh, look, I am Steve Mogg of at Mogg's TV Talk fame. I write for Decider TV, which is possibly where you may have found this podcast or even on the mm. iTunes. Uh, I'm on the Facebooks. I'm, I'm doing all of the gramming things. Uh, I don't profess to know much about weddings, but I do have an opinion on Bruce and oh. Chica. Uh, thank you for joining us, for tuning in again. I hope that this little adventure in Stockholm Syndrome is doing everything that it needs to for you as it is mm. for me. Uh, and look, I know that every week it sort of seems to peter out. We're not really sure what's happening, but I'd have to say, in retrospect, this episode get, get fucked. fucked. Snap the fuck out of it. Get the fuck. How about you all go fuck yourself? Mulks TV Talk, the podcast. Oh, please. <laughs>